This is CT Startup, your source for information on entrepreneurs, investors, and resources in the Connecticut startup ecosystem. From university campuses to industrial labs, from Stanford to Hartford, and from Danbury to Norwich, if it's happening out there in Connecticut, you'll find it in. Now it's time to enter into a world of innovation, a world of human struggles, heartbreak, and achievement. And most of all, a world of wonder. Welcome to CT Startup. Hello, this is Andrea Stolf. Welcome to CT Startup, the podcast from our Avon edition. I am here with... Eric Francis from Trifecta Ecosystems. Dave Menard from Martha Kalina. And our guest today is Glenn Gruby. He is both the director of the Avon Free Public Library and also the president of the Connecticut Library Association. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Help us understand how libraries can be and should be a resource for entrepreneurs. Sure. Well, libraries are kind of the original co-working space. Uh, we provide public space, uh, rooms like this that we're in now, and also larger rooms for uh, people to sign up for, to use for study, small meetings, larger group uh, events. Obviously, each individual library has their own policies, so some are limited to nonprofits or local groups. Here at Avon, we allow anyone to use our space for any kind of nonprofit-making activity. In other words, you can't charge admission to come to your program, but you could certainly do a program that highlights your business and the services that you offer to the public, as long as there's an informational component to that. Uh, libraries also offer a great deal of um, kind of business tech to people, everything from uh, Wi-Fi for your laptop or phone to uh, desktop computers, uh, laser printing. Uh, we even have a 3D printer here at Avon Library that you can use. Uh, if you are able to create a 3D design, you can then print it out on our printer. No, oh, that, that's great. I mean, a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs. I mean, we you know when we're looking stuff up, we don't necessarily think about you know going down to the library and you know kind of going to the <laughs> the olden days of scrolling through a piece of paper sure. or a book. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the other resources, right? Being able to use that as meeting space or the three D printer and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Is that kind of how you, you know the libraries of of the world now kind of view themselves? Uh, many of those things are now standard issue in a library. Maybe not three D printers everywhere, but a lot of libraries do have them, and a lot of libraries have a tech space. We have um, a room here at Avon Library called the White Room um, that's kind of a collaborative multimedia lab. Uh, the walls and even the table are all painted with whiteboard paint. You can sign up to use that room on a project basis. Uh, so it's not like a reservation from 3 to 6 p.m. It's a reservation for maybe a week to work on your project and brainstorm with your with your crew. And you can, you can write down what you need to on the walls. Um, there's some tech in there as well, an interactive projector, tripods, uh, iPads, uh, even a green screen if you're in, into any video production. But don't discount the information aspect of libraries either. It's not a card catalog and books anymore. Uh, Avon and many other uh, libraries across the state have a great number of electronic resources that could be useful for businesses, including uh, Reference USA, which is great for lead generations and things like that. It's, it's basically an online white and yellow pages of the whole country and Canada that you can use to narrow down by your SIC code, by business size, track individuals based on the types of magazine subscriptions they have, or other kind of market research. And most of those resources are free with a library card. What, what is that again? Reference USA is Reference. the name of the database. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, now, do most libraries uh, have access to other databases as well? 
Yeah. Um, across the state, the state library has a statewide collection of databases called Research at CT. Anyone in the state can, can access those, and you can do that with any library card across the state. Or if you don't have a card, many of those databases will use a geographic IP location to let you in as long as it looks like you're coming from the state of Connecticut, because those are paid for with your state tax dollars. Individual libraries license other databases, some relevant to businesses, some not so much. And those, the license agreements vary, uh, but usually the way you get in is with a library card. We have a number of online learning databases that can be very helpful to a small business owner. We have Linda Library and Gale Courses are two of the, the more popular ones. And they offer courses on you know, productivity software like Microsoft Office, uh, video editing software like Adobe, and a great number of other things too, uh, business writing, digital photography and editing, all kinds of stuff. Nice, nice. So, I mean, is this is like, I, I, again, when, you know, we're talking about innovation and startups and, you know, Connecticut and business community, but, you know, libraries, right? Not everybody thinks about like big innovations and, in, you know, libraries across or, um, you know, library information. What is going on kind of at the state level or, or kind of like, you know, globally with, with libraries mm-hmm. in, in the country? Well, you probably have noticed that disruptive technology has affected libraries as well. Don't need to drive to the library to borrow a DVD anymore if you have a Netflix subscription. You don't need to drive to the library to uh, check out a book on CD if you have if you use Audible. Love you Audible, by the yeah, way. I'm you sorry, don't even. But... <laughs> uh, me too. Uh, you don't even need to call the library to ask your reference questions if you have access to Google. So uh, libraries have had to reinvent themselves in a number of ways. Um, and not only are we in all those markets as well, we've got downloadable e-audio books here at Avon Library. We've got streaming videos right off of our out of our catalog. So you don't you can supplement your Netflix and your Audible with a library card. But we also have have. Uh, tried to capitalize on what Netflix, Google, and Audible don't have, which is a public space, right, in your Mm -hmm. community. There's more library branches throughout the country than there are McDonald's franchises. So there's one close to you. That's that's actually a pretty, I feel like that's a a fact that should be on like a meme that just gets sent around Facebook or something. (laughs) Yep, yep. So, so having that space right in your community, we, we are trying to become kind of the new community center, and we're trying to do some innovative things here at Avon Library. Uh, we have a farmer's market in the summer. Um, it'll be starting Monday, July 2nd, 4 to 7, on the grounds of the library. Uh, we've got about a dozen uh, farmers coming, selling local produce and, and um, protein, uh, and uh, also some, some homemade crafts and things like that, soap and uh we also have a uh, local authors festival uh, over the summer yeah, where, love um, that. yeah, uh, local authors, uh, some semi big names uh, and, and some you've probably never heard of uh, who are all from the central Connecticut area will be coming and uh, talking about their books, talking about the writing process. So number of programs like that throughout the summer. Well, tomorrow you have a piano concert. Correct. Right? Yeah, community <laughs> community p- piano recital. Yeah. So uh, we we, uh, we have a, a very nice piano here at the library and we use it for uh, a series of uh, professional musician concerts through in the winter, but we're turning it over to the residents tomorrow, where you can sign up for a, a slot to play a little open play mic piano. session. You kind yeah. of kind of like <laughs> that. Yes, yes, indeed. We just had a tune this morning. That's great. So, uh, so Glenn, can you give us a sort of a a bullet point list of things that an entrepreneur should remember that mm-hmm. the libraries near them can provide? Sure. Uh, start with space. Um, we, we've got a space. If, you, if you're working out of your house uh, and you don't have an office space and you need somewhere to meet clients, you need somewhere to meet with colleagues, 
Check with your local library and see what kind of meeting rooms they offer and what their policies are. Technology. Definitely got Wi-Fi, uh, so bring your laptop and, and set up in a corner, and, and your kids won't bother you while you're trying to work. Um, if you don't have your laptop with you, stop in. There's public computers to use, uh, along with printers. It's usually a charge for printing, but, but the connection is free. Market research and any other kind of uh, reference questions you have about your business or about the clients you're trying to find. Librarians are professional researchers, um, and they can help you with almost any question you have about your business. And if you've got other either ideas or questions, um, libraries are in the question business. So don't hesitate to call and ask your library uh, if they've got what you need. That, again, it's very interesting because sometimes some entrepreneurs, not all, but some entrepreneurs miss what's like right in their backyard. And, mm-hmm. and they try to think that they have to do all this crazy stuff where it's literally just going down to your local library asking a few questions and and getting to a research database or, or something else right yep so so in uh, so another uh, I'll say I'll ask um, another bullet list right for the entrepreneurs listening out there they're like listen I have wanted to disrupt the library business or add to it or do something that will help revolutionize it mm-hmm. what are some things that you know if it, like you wish you saw in the in the library you know kind of realm or kind of some sort of innovation that you would think that would help libraries become more of that connection or that community yeah. center within within a community? That's an interesting question. Um, one thing that libraries don't always do great is marketing themselves. The fact that, that some of these answers surprised you guys is it means we're not doing a good job getting out there and letting people know mm-hmm. what's going on at the local library. So uh, if you're an advertising firm or a market marketing firm, uh, maybe contact your local library and see if they would appreciate help with uh, some of your services in exchange for mentioning you as, as a sponsor, <laughs> as, you know, hey, yep. this, this flyer is sponsored by, you know, Acme Advertising. Yep. Um, a, another thing is uh, libraries are, uh, as, as a government agency, we're always on tight budget. Um, it's difficult for us to pay for things. And one thing my staff does a great job of this summer, in addition to the local Authors Fest and the Farmer's Market, we're doing the traditional summer reading program for kids. Avoid the summer slide, have kids come in, sign up to read books, uh, record how many books they read and get prizes. Well, we're, we're always looking for prizes to give to these kids because we don't have a big budget to go yeah. out and buy things. So if you want to get your local business in front of uh, the families in town, um, contact your library and see if they need a sponsor for summer reading. Uh, we give away certificates for ice cream cones. We've given away, uh, you know, certificates for cupcakes from a local bakery. So uh, all kinds of things like that. Cool, cool. Well, that, again, another way where a business can interact with your local community in, in ways that you wouldn't really think. And, uh, and I assume the uh, the price per click on, on, on uh, library uh, advertising <laughs> isn't going to be as crazy as another one, no, right? No, no, yes. We, we wouldn't charge for it. We would just, uh, we would want it servicing kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So again, um, you know, we, we appreciate you uh, kind of enlightening us again about kind of the library. Because again, I don't necessarily go down to my local library as much as possible because I do do the Audible thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, but now I may have to check it out because again, you said most most libraries have uh, online selections, right? Uh, Absolutely, like yeah. Ebooks, e audio, and streaming video are, are not an unusual thing at public libraries anymore. Very That's cool, great. very cool. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on. Thank thanks, you, Glenn. thanks for having and me. thank you for the space, by the way, because we've been recording all day. So again, yeah, great. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for listening to CT Style. More Connecticut startup news, information, and events can be found at ctstartup.com.
The weekly episodes of this podcast can be downloaded from iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and ctstartup.com. Finally, we would like to thank both Sublime Exposure Online and Mirtha Kalina for providing resources and space to CT Startup, which make this show possible. See you next week.